We're back with some college basketball action here for Monday, November 14th, and I am finally back in my normal college basketball recording spot. Um, but even though it was a, a strange weekend for me, picks-wise and whatnot, um, we did actually have a profitable day on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So um, from that standpoint, a great weekend. College football was great to us as well this weekend with 5-0 and on Saturday. So looking to carry that success into this week. Let's get going here on Monday. Now to start out Monday's show, I want to take a look at the Richmond-Charleston game. Richmond comes into this one as the 89th overall team in the high tip of power ranking. Charleston is the 145th overall team. And, you know, it's a Richmond team that started the season off with wins over VMI and Northern Iowa. You know, we were against Richmond um, in that VMI game, and, and ultimately they looked pretty good in that one. Defensively, it's a Richmond team that has been strong this season and has definitely showed out in that aspect of the ball. Their shot defense especially has been very, very impressive, but one concern that I still have for this Richmond team, you know, as the season progresses here, um, you know, perimeter shooting was an area I was concerned with going into the season, and they haven't been great against two weak opponents. I mean, hitting only 27.3% from beyond the arc, um, not exactly, you know, a stat line that you love um, against those two opponents, but for Charleston, opened the season off with a solid win over Chattanooga last week, and, you know, when it comes to SoCon teams, Chattanooga is up there as one of the best, an impressive win from the Charleston team in that one but you know followed up with a loss to North Carolina on Friday really hard to put a whole lot of weight into that game at all just two teams that are on completely different skill levels but um, overall Charleston even with that game included has shot the ball pretty well this season I mean a 53.7 effective field goal percentage over those two games and you know in his second season Pat Kelsey is a guy as head coach here for Charleston that I am absolutely have high high hopes for going into the season it was a team that had one of the youngest rosters in the entire country a season ago and you know they return a lot of guys from that team and are really just a much more experienced team coming into this season. One of those guys who I think will stand out, sophomore Ray Smith, um, who you know will undoubtedly improve from where he was a season ago, but through the first two games of the season here, actually leads this Charleston team in scoring. And the main goal for Charleston in this matchup is going to be to push pace um, and look to control this game from start to finish. And if they can't push that pace, I think they will, because honestly, Richmond is a team that just plays a much slower style of basketball. I mean, last season, um, a large part of their success, especially, you know, down the road, what ended up leading them to the tournament in that 8-10 victory um, with Tyler Burton. You know, he's, he's a guy who the offense can certainly run through. Um, but outside of him, it's a Richmond team that did lose some talent from last season. I mean, um, they bring in Neil Quinn from Lafayette, who will certainly provide some size down low. But on the road here in this game, I'm just a little bit confused why Charleston is even the underdog um, in this one. I would have, you know, had them the favorite slightly over this Richmond team. I just think they're too, too dangerous. I think they're able to control this game. If they can control pace, I think they take care of Richmond, no problem. But taking Charleston plus four here against Richmond. The next game we're going to take a look at here on Monday is Lafayette taking on St. Joseph's. Lafayette comes into this one as the 315th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. St. Joseph, the 178th overall team for Lafayette. They do open the season with a loss to Miami and St. John's, but credit to them i mean those are their hardest two opponents on their entire schedule this season so um this game will be a slightly easy opponent still not an easy opponent by any means but despite losing those games i mean lafayette did a fairly decent job shooting the ball i mean 34.8 percent from beyond the arc against those two teams is certainly nothing bad a uh, 50.5 effective field goal percentage on that um is pretty great and you know it's a team that's going to look to rely on their defense certainly here in this game you know one of the slowest teams in the entire country 348th in adjusted tempo but if they can do that if 
they can rely on that defense, they can certainly give St. Joseph's a run for their money here. You know, for St. Joseph's, open up their season with a loss to Houston. And yeah, Houston, you know, is, is a top five team in the country. So again, not a, a bad loss by any means, but they did struggle um, a lot more than I would have expected necessarily in that game. You know, they really shot the ball bad uh, throughout that entire game. But, um, you know, especially from beyond the arc, only hitting 20.8%. But one area that they, they did do a decent job was um, offensively rebounding the ball. They were pretty strong, pulling down 34.1% off the offensive glass. But my main concern for Safe Joseph's coming into the year, and it really remains after that Houston game, is where is the production going to come from? You know, losing their top two scores from a season ago, it's not going to be an easy fix or a quick fix by any means. And don't get me wrong, it's a St. Joseph's team that certainly has a deeper roster than they did a season ago. Um, but I think the, the top end of that, reproducing the guys they had last season, um, is going to be a challenge. I think it's going to take a time for them to find success. And it really feels like a team that's closer to that bottom of the A-10 where they finished last year than they are removed from it. Um, especially going up against Lafayette, who Lafayette here, you know, under first year head coach Mike Jordan. Um, I have a lot of faith in this team. You know, they returned a ton of talent from a season ago. And the addition of JT Berger from San Diego should certainly help boost this team. I mean, um, he's looked good here to start the season. And yeah, it'll be a little bit of an uphill battle for this Lafayette team, certainly. I mean, they're still not a great team. They're still, you know, a, a bottom 25% of the country um, when it comes to just overall teams. But if they can slow this game down um, and, and really try to control this thing from a defensive stand of things, I think Lafayette is able to stay within this one. I think they're able to keep this close. Taking Lafayette plus 10 at minus 115 here against St. Joseph's. Now, quickly, before we get into the back half of Monday's show, if you haven't already checked out hottipbest.com, make sure you head over there so you can get computer model picks every single day. We got college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, and of course, horse racing picks being posted up on the website every day for free. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so you don't miss out on anything that's going on over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, so you don't miss out on any of the content that I am posting, as well as follow me on Best Damn where you can get early access to all my picks and get a notification every single time I place a bet, which for college basketball is hugely important just based on how much these lines can move. So make sure you are following on Best Stamp here for college basketball season. And last but not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any college basketball uploads, and drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Monday, and let's get into these last two games. DePaul heads up to Minnesota here on Monday. DePaul comes into this one as the 102nd overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. Minnesota is the 138th overall team. And for Minnesota, start the season off with a couple of good wins. They hang on to beat Western Michigan, and I bet Minnesota in that game. It was not a good bet. They only win that game by one point, but ultimately they get the win, get the win over St. Francis as well. And, you know, overall, despite some, some spotty performances, especially in that first game, um, Minnesota has not been a bad team. They've looked decent on both sides of the ball. And one area they've actually played Played very very well this season um, is really shooting the ball from three I mean 39.4% from beyond the arc this season certainly better um, than what they were doing last year and you know it's really a Minnesota team that I think has improved in, in pretty much every area of their game um, from the pretty much bad team that we saw a season ago for DePaul um, start the season off with a couple of wins themselves get a win over Loyola Maryland and Western Illinois and you know they looked decent in those games they shot the ball pretty well from three as well and 37% from beyond the arc and you know Tony Subfield 
is a guy who who had a decent start to last season. I mean, he had this DePaul team going in the right direction. I mean, more than we had seen in, in, in recent years for sure. But like every DePaul team, they fell apart in Big East play, really couldn't put it together. And the loss of JV and Freeman Liberty, um, you know, from this team is a huge one for DePaul. Trying to replace him is certainly not an easy task. And let's be honest, it's a DePaul team that has really just been <laughs> rebuilding um, for the better part of two decades. And I find it very hard to believe that this is the season that DePaul finally has it took put together um i think they're really going to struggle on the road here in this game especially against this minnesota team um that like i said is just so so much better than they were a season ago they got a very very deep roster um and, and definitely some talented guys they improve on the size issues that they had a season ago jameson battle is a guy who returns from last season as their leading scorer i think he'll have another great year they bring in dawson garcia from north carolina who will certainly be a boost to this offense and if he can live up to what you know he was touted coming out of high school um he certainly is a guy who can make some noise here for this Minnesota team. Overall, I really am high on this Minnesota team coming into the season. I know they they didn't have the, the greatest performances to start the year here, um, but I think going up against the ball here, I think they find some success. I think at home, they're able to win this game. Taking Minnesota, pick them, minus 110 here against DePaul. And finally, we finished up Monday's show with Miami, Ohio taking on Georgia. Miami comes into this one as the 268th team in the high tibet power ranking. Georgia is the 161st overall team for Georgia. When it comes to SEC teams, it's about as bad as it gets. I mean, let's be honest. Georgia is, is not a good team. They were not a good team last year. I don't really project them to be a good team this year. And, you know, they didn't look great in that Wake Forest loss in their last game. End up losing that game by 10 points. You know, overall they they haven't really played good at all this season you know they, they've struggled from perimeter only hitting 29.7 percent from beyond the arc and there's just not much to say about this georgia team let's be honest they, they don't look any better than they looked last season for miami ohio you know they are still looking for their first d1 win um you know they lost to evansville by four in their opening game played a d2 school or a non-d1 school at least um in, in their next game so still looking for that win but you know overall i liked what i saw out of that team in that game i wish they could have ended up you know getting the win for sure but you know first year head coach travis Steele really is looking to get this team rocking he brings in some guys who i certainly think can make some noise one of of them is um, Julian Lewis, a transfer from William and Mary, who, you know, through two games is the leading scorer for this Miami, Ohio team with 17 points. And, you know, overall, it's a Miami, Ohio roster that certainly has a lot of talent, definitely has a lot of potential this season. And I really think it's a team that can make some noise going into Mac play this season on the road here against Georgia. I don't know that they have any problem um, keeping this one within the number. I mean, Georgia goes and picks up, you know, rejected head coach Mike White from Florida in hopes of improving this team and he certainly brought in some talent and hopes of, of turning this thing around but i just don't see it here in year one of the mike white era i think it's going to take a few years for this georgia team to, to really gain any level of success i think we kind of saw that on display against wake forest i think it's going to be more of the same that we saw last year um you know from a georgia team that only won one game in sec play i just don't see them improving that much i think miami ohio is able to keep it close on the road here i'm taking them plus 13 and a half here against georgia